Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, we're back here on the Ohio, and one of my favorite parts of the week, talking to our movie reviewer, Bob Garver. Bob, how are you doing today? I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. It's always fun to talk to somebody in New York. And Times Square sounds busy. I heard a car go by, so New York's up and moving today, which is fantastic. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Tom and Jerry today. That's the big movie that's out. But before we get there, you know, I, I saw Bob before we started, Live animations is so strange to me because I think it was 88 when Who Framed Roger Rabbit came out. And if you remember, that was the first time we ever saw a movie like that. And, man, we were blown away. We are like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. You know, you're combining live video. You're combining cartoons. This is fantastic. Were, were you a fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit when you were younger? Uh, yes, yes, I was a, a big fan of that. Um, and... Um... I was a uh, big, fan, bigger fan of uh, Jessica Rabbit as I got older. Right. Um, I, I do believe uh, there was a uh, movie where uh, Gene Kelly uh, famously did a uh, live action uh, and animation hybrid dance sequence with Jerry the Mouse. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, and I believe I believe that was a uh, landmark in uh, live action animated. Uh, hybrid sequences. And, and I'm assuming that was just part of a movie and, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit seemed to be the first where we take that concept for a whole movie then, right? Yes, yes. I, I believe that was the one um, that lasted the whole movie. Well, again, there was um, there was Pete's Dragon, the Disney film. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, maybe, uh, maybe the, I haven't, I've never seen this movie all the way through, but I believe uh, The Incredible Mr. Limpet Oh, okay. Um, the uh, Fitch movie, I, I believe uh, that was a landmark uh, live-action animated hybrid, too. Well, but, um, and, and maybe it was Jessica Rabbit. I mean, she was an attractive you know, woman cartoon, I guess. But yeah. it was funny because the like, Kufrey and Roger Rabbit, a lot of good feedback. I don't think anybody really disliked that. But it seemed like as time has progressed and Hollywood's kind of went to that well over and over again, not to say all of them have been bad, but you know the the newest live action haven't been that exciting. And last weekend you watched Tom and Jerry, and I didn't sound like you were that excited about it. What's happened to live animation movies? You know, tell me that we can talk about Tom and Jerry. I think there's just not as much effort put into this one. Uh, Tom and Jerry haven't been popular in in decades. Yeah. Um, Whereas with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it was this huge combination of 
characters that had been popular for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, from from many different studios coming together. That was the other big one. Um, there was uh, there were Looney Tunes. There was uh, Disney. Uh, big big matchup of uh, various studios. So they had to put a lot of effort into that movie uh, because of the timelessness of the characters. Tom, Tom and Jerry is just an old cartoon that they built a movie around, I hate to say it. At least I think they treated it that way. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, I think we all remember Tom and Jerry, but I don't think there was that demand for it. Like, if I said, man, I want to watch an old cartoon this afternoon, uh, Tom and Jerry might be on my list, but definitely wouldn't be at the top of the list, too. I, I wonder what it would look like, I mean, you know, it's probably easy answer. They probably don't want to do it, but what would it look like if they ever picked out a more popular cartoon, like a Mickey Mouse or something? I, I mean, w- would something like that ever work better? Well, probably the um, most recent. Um, I mean, there is. You can always compare it uh, to Space Jam. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the pop culture references they. They make in this movie might have been a lot more timely in 1996. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's interesting too because you know, Space Jam was popular at a certain point, but I think you really had to love the cartoon, or you had to be a basketball fan to like Space Jam. I don't think Space Jam really had mainstream appeal. I mean, you've had to be really I into all kids. Well, I, I was a, I was in I think fourth grade when that movie came out, and all the all the kids. Loved it. They wanted to see it. They wanted to own it. The soundtrack was big. Um, a lot of merchandising opportunities. I heard that posters, uh, the posters were really popular. They were getting stolen. Um, like oh, really? The day they okay. came out. That was a that was a big movie. Maybe it was because my wife and I didn't have kids at the time. Because I remember we were newly married, and I remember taking her to the movie theater, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick Space Jam. I almost had to explain it to her going in saying, hey, this is going to be different. I'm in the NBA a little bit. I'm in the cartoons. That's why I wanted to watch it. Or I thought she'd have a lot of questions for me coming out of the theater. I mean, it seemed to be, you're right. I think it was probably more broadly accepted by kids and everything. But to that point, looking at this Tom and Jerry, you know, if Tom and Jerry wasn't a popular cartoon with the kids, Unless they say, wow, I, I want to hear more about this Tom and Jerry. Uh, I don't know if kids are going to be that into this movie if they don't want to know who Tom and Jerry is, right? Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine kids being too into this movie. Okay. Um, and and with Space Jam, I think kids were a little more into were a little more into the Looney Tunes than they were into than Tom and Jerry yeah. now. Um, and also the appeal of the um, then current basketball players. Um, more appealing than the, the cast of this movie, the, the Chloe Grace Moritz and Michael Pena. Those those people aren't exactly getting kids into the theater. Yeah. I don't know if that was kind of an effort to bring up more adults in the theater, too. Uh, but they didn't seem to be, you know, definitely kid-friendly actors. Yeah, it was it was very it was very strange. What what was the best part? I mean, was there some type of endearing part of the movie or was it totally forgettable? The new Tom and Jerry movie? Yeah. Um, my favorite part was a cameo. There's a um, there's a part where Tom and Jerry visit a pound. Okay. Um, they, they get taken to a pound, 
And there's a cameo in one of the cells um, that references a movie from 1991. Uh, and the subject of that cameo, um, who was actually also in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, oh, uh, is okay. probably my favorite part of the movie. Okay. Uh, so if you're a fan of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, you're you got something to look forward to, I guess, right? There's a yeah. There's a there's an Easter egg. Um, yeah, there's an Easter egg in that scene. I'm wondering if maybe like. a good thing. I, I mean, did the movie do anything over the weekend? Or, I mean, or was it? It made it made over thirteen million dollars. It is currently the highest. Um, it currently has the highest domestic box office of any movie this year. Which definitely isn't terrible considering the pandemic that we're in. So it is, it is, but it still counts. I I wonder if um, you know, we talk about superhero movies, and like I always say, man, we've overdone the superhero movies. Not every superhero needs their own movie now. I'm wondering if they're going to take the number one, and are we going to see more live animation, or are you think we're smart, Hollywood smart enough to say, hey, let's try something different next time? I think they'll keep making them. I don't think um, I don't think they'll be too eager to make them okay. because 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 this isn't a great movie. Um, it's not going to do great numbers at the box office. It did it, it did it made the number it needed to make, right? But it's it's not going <clears> to <throat> set anything aflame. Okay, uh, let's talk. You, you had another movie you wanted to talk about this week. What else did you see? I beg your pardon. Uh, you you told me in the email that you had never a movie you're interested in and possibly talking about. Yes, uh, the Mauritanian. Okay, uh, that's a movie uh, that is fresh off a Golden Globe win uh, for Jodie Foster for Best Supporting Actress. Oh, okay. Yes, just just last night uh, she pulled off what I think would be considered a minor upset. Uh, yeah, she got the uh, Golden Globe win. And that movie uh, tells the story of a uh, man accused of uh, uh, recruiting people for 9-11 and uh, held prisoner at Guantanamo Bay with no charges. And the case uh, being made against him and also the defense being put together by Jodie Foster and her team. Very good. Did you like that one? It was. It certainly belongs in the uh, the awards conversation. Um, oh, and the the gentleman in the in the lead role, uh, I have his name uh, here on my phone. Uh, the gentleman's name is Tahar Tahar Rahim. Hmm, okay. um, but uh, yeah, he puts in uh, an excellent performance. Uh, he was nominated for best actor in a drama at the Golden Globes. Wouldn't be surprised if that translates to an Oscar nomination. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and is that, and bill, is that available on streaming, too, or is that just one that you'd have to go to the theaters to see? Um, I believe that is available uh, perhaps on YouTube. It's not It's not available on any uh, specific service. It's not available on, uh, say, um, say, Hulu, like Nomadland last yeah, week. It's not right. um, HBO Max, like Tom and Jerry this week. Um, but I, I believe if you um, look on uh, maybe YouTube uh, streaming, you could find it uh, okay. perhaps through your local cable uh, 
through your local cable provider, you could find that. Yeah, in a different time. I mean, used to be you always had to go to the theaters. Uh, they're available a lot of different places. So take advantage, and like Bob, you always say, support your local theater. And there's absolutely also, there's definitely other options too if you can't make it for health or whatever reason too. So, yeah, a lot of great ways of supporting movies, and again, same time support your local theater. Uh, yeah, we forgot to mention this, but you know we record these on Mondays, and as you said, last night was Golden Globes, uh, Golden Globes. Ain't anything. Takeaways overall from that that made you think? Um, well, uh, unsurprisingly, um, Nomadland, uh, good yeah. best picture, uh, as and uh, best director for Chloe Zhao. So congratulations to her. Uh, best actress surprisingly did not go to Frances McDormand. It went to uh, Andra Day for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I believe it's called the United States versus Billy Holiday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and considering there's, I've seen very little about that movie. Um, I would consider that a minor upset, although I can't imagine that it's too much of an upset uh, for an actress playing the classic entertainer Billy Holiday to win an Oscar. Hmm. Okay. Um, very much like um, Renee Zellweger had the Oscar in the bag last year for playing Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah. That seemed to be a pretty good choice there. So, All right, very good. Well, what what's upcoming this week? What are you hoping to see, anticipating, looking at? Well, on Friday, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon opens. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, on that day, movie theaters will reopen in New York City. Oh. Yes. Oh. Um, I hope to be able to see it Uh as at the current time, there are no showings that are conducive to my work schedule. I'm sorry oh, okay. to say it's it's personal and silly, but I might not be able to see the movie in theaters okay. uh, next weekend. Okay. Well, it looks like either way, we'll have something. I hope to. Uh, they added they added some last minute showings of Wonder Woman uh, back on Christmas that allowed me to see that movie in theaters that day. Mm -hmm. uh, so fingers crossed that that they'll do that again with Raya and the Last Dragon. But again, currently, no showings that I personally can get to uh, for Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Well, if, if not relying on the Last Dragon, we, we can find something else I'm sure we can talk about next yes. week, too. So, sounds good. Well, Bob, as always, it's been good. I appreciate that. Um, New York doing okay today? Are we opening up a little bit more? What's the latest? About we're, what's opening, happening? we're opening up, yes, a little bit more, little by little. Um, you know, Tom and Jerry was allowed to make it, it, our theaters weren't open, but Tom and Jerry was able to make a, a, a lot of money, okay, um, much more than any other film this year uh, in its opening weekend. Okay, <laughs> I don't know if that's so, good. I don't know if baby, that's good baby steps. <laughs> when it's competition, is is the marksman and the um, the little things? Uh, I, I can't say that it's much of a surprise. I mean, we want to support local theaters, whatever's there, but man, I don't know about Tom and Jerry, if, if we want to definitely <laughs> support Tom and Jerry. I mean, we got to support the theaters, but yeah, it sounds like Tom and Jerry was a little bit forgettable, but hey, here's yes, hope. Maybe we, maybe we can find something fun. I'm, we got to bring back, it's my personal plea, if you have any contacts in Hollywood, uh, we got to bring Calvin and Hobbes to the theater. We have to have a live action Calvin and Hobbes. That was my favorite cartoon growing up. I'm sorry, are you saying that's something that's actually on tap? 
No, no. I mean, I want if you have any Hollywood um, contacts, and if they're like Bob, what should we do next? What's your next movie? You maybe say our, maybe our, maybe our listeners can uh, can leave feedback as to which uh, which right. cartoons they might want to see get the uh, the animation mixed with live action treatment next if they if they want anything. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, did you ever read Calvin Hobbes as a kid? Yes, I did. Yeah, um, I, I, I would love that. I wasn't. I, 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 I was never as into it as uh, a lot of adults, quite frankly, were. Uh, but I, I thought it was funny enough. Yeah, it, it was interesting. Actually, the guy who made it is from the Ohio area, uh, but he's kind of been very reclusive. I mean, he nice guy, Bill, but he's Bill not, Watterson. Bill Watterson. Yeah, yeah. You don't hear him come out that much and talking about Calvin Hobbes. And we actually have a. Uh, I'm here in the Columbus, Ohio area, and we have a big cartoon museum here at Ohio State University. And it's interesting because uh, they have a big Bill Watterson. Um, you know, he donated a lot of his uh, cartoons to the museum. So you, you see a I lot imagine of uh, Superman uh, uh, factors into that too. Yeah, yeah. They, they did a really good job of collecting some of these comics that, you know, these guys could sell them for a lot, but. You know, uh, hang on. Let me look up the name because the name's escaping me right now. It'd be great to give these guys a shout out. Oh yeah, the Billy Ireland Cartoon Library and Museum. Uh, Billy was very big in the cartoons. He must have had some either contact with Columbus or Ohio State. And there's a museum where you can go to, and it's neat. It's free. You can walk around, look at cartoons. They they've got a lot of neat neat stuff there. And they actually have like Charles Schultz's widow after he died donating a lot of cartoons. So they've got like a public at part where you can look at the cycle in different displays and everything. But they also have like a private where you can set up an appointment and take a look at some really classical cartoons. So if you like that, hey Bob, if you ever make it to Columbus, if you ever go west of PA where your mom's at, hey, you gotta check it out. Well, I, I might... I might actually do that sometime. Yeah, look me up. I, that would be a fun day. We could re record that, and that could, that could do well. All right. Well, Bob, as always, it's been a thrill and fun to talk to you. Uh, can't wait till next week. And, um, yeah, keep in touch with me. If the one movie doesn't work out, maybe we can pick another movie to take a look at. So, should Thank be you there. very much. Well, as always, thanks. Have a great day, and thanks for checking out to Hi, and we'll see you next week. Take care.